Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 18th of May. India reported its highest single-day death count on Tuesday as it registered 4,329 new fatalities. With this, the toll climbed to 2,78,719. The country also recorded over 2,63,000 new coronavirus infections, pushing the tally in the country to more than 2 crores 52 lakhs. After recording more than 3 lakh cases a day for nearly a month and even crossing 4 lakh on several days in May, the number of infections has dropped below 3 lakh for the second day in a row. However, according to Reuters, experts believe that the data is unreliable due to a lack of testing in rural areas where the virus is spreading fast. World Health Organization's chief scientist Soumya Swaminathan told the Hindu that even with a downturn over the last few days, there was no certainty that infections had peaked. She said, and I quote, Testing is still inadequate in a large number of states. And when you see high test positivity rates, clearly we are not testing enough. And so, the absolute numbers actually don't mean anything when they are taken just by themselves. They have to be taken in the context of how much testing is done and test positivity rate. End quote. Globally, the coronavirus has now infected 163.6 million people and killed over 3.38 million. Yesterday, India removed convalescent plasma therapy from the list of treatments prescribed for the management of adult coronavirus patients. The revised guidelines were jointly issued by the Union Health Ministry, the Indian Council of Medical Research COVID-19 National Task Force and the All India Institute of Medical Sciences. In November last year, the ICMR had issued an advisory against the indiscriminate use of convalescent plasma therapy as a treatment for the coronavirus infection. The Indian Medical Association said that 244 doctors have lost their lives due to the coronavirus during the second wave. Of them, 50 died on Sunday alone. Last year, during the first wave, 736 doctors had lost their lives. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia said that the central government has communicated to the Delhi government that the city will not be receiving any more vaccines for the 18 to 45 age category for the month of May. Addressing a press conference, he said, and I quote, Currently, Delhi has vaccines for the next four days for those above 45, but the central government has told us we will soon receive more than 3 lakh vaccines. But for the 18 to 45 category, we have vaccines only for three more days. End quote. Uttarakhand Minister Subodh Unyal said that the government is investigating a private hospital in Haridwar, Baba Barfani Hospital, that had allegedly withheld information about deaths of 65 coronavirus patients from the health authorities for over a fortnight in violation of the norms, PTI reported. Unyal said legal action would be taken against those responsible for the negligence. For the second consecutive day, no coronavirus vaccination was done in Pune City due to the unavailability of vaccine doses, the Indian Express reported. Murlidhar Mohol, the mayor of Pune City, said that all vaccination centres would be closed today as the Pune Municipal Corporation had not received any vaccine supplies. Pune reported 3,208 new COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours and 108 deaths. The Allahabad High Court on Monday observed that the entire medical system of Uttar Pradesh pertaining to the smaller cities and villages can only be likened to a famous Hindi saying 
which is Ram Bharose, or at the mercy of God. The court made the observation in the matter of a 64-year-old patient, Santosh Kumar, who was reported missing from Mera District Hospital on April 21st. The incident had been reported by relatives as his body was disposed of by authorities as unidentified. A report was submitted to the court by the government on an inquiry made by a three-member team. Although Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Adityanath believes that his government defeated the first wave of the pandemic last year and has now got a grip on the second wave, our reporters on the ground found that the reality is quite grim. News Laundry has been covering the devastation caused by the second wave in Uttar Pradesh and the breakdown of its healthcare system extensively. In the latest dispatch from Unao, Ayush Tiwari and Basant Kumar found that for the first time in familial memory, in the homes of Dalits and upper caste Thakurs alike, the dead are resting in graves and are not getting cremated on pyres. Some are buried by the ghats of the river Ganga, which makes news. Others are laid to rest on their farmlands and forgotten. You can read the report and also watch the video story on our website. They are titled, Why are Unao villagers burying their COVID dead by the Ganga? While you're there, you can also check out our other stories under the UP COVID disaster tag. It is a subscription-based business model that allows us to go out and do in-depth reporting like this. It's the same model which doesn't rely for revenue on ads from governments and corporations that allows us to undertake NL Sena projects such as the one we are publishing currently, called On a Godman's Trail. Thanks to our readers' contributions, Prateek Goyal was able to delve deep into the rise of Jaggi Vasudev, Anglophone India's star godman, who is known by his devotees as Sadhguru. The first story in the series is up on our website, and it's titled, How Sadhguru Built His Isha Empire, Illegally. It is because we believe in improving the quality of news that is generated and consumed in India that we do not put stories such as these behind a paywall. However, those who subscribe to News Laundry have access to some premium content, including exclusive interviews, interactions with reporters and editors, NL recess sessions, and much more. So, if you want to support the work that we do and also avail some benefits while doing so, I urge you to become a part of the team that keeps the news free. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Manipur-based journalist Kishor Chandra Wangkhem has been charged under the stringent National Security Act for the second time in the last three years. Wangkhem is currently in police custody for a social media post about the death of state BJP president Tikendra Singh, who died because of COVID. Political activist Irandro Lightshobam, who was arrested last Thursday along with Wangkhem, has also been charged under the NSA. The BJP-led government in Manipur had pressed charges of sedition against him under the NSA in 2018 as well, for writing a social media post criticizing Chief Minister N. Biren Singh. After noticing discrepancies in the number of dead reported by different official agencies, the Patna High Court asked the Principal Health Secretary to submit a fresh report within two days. This comes merely days after 70 corpses washed up on the banks of the Ganga in Bihar's Baksar. The High Court, which is monitoring the COVID situation in Bihar, said that the affidavits submitted to it by the State Chief Secretary, Tripurari Sharan, and the Patna Divisional Commissioner on COVID deaths in the state were contradictory. A bench of Chief Justice Sanjay Karol and Justice Sanjay Kumar said, and I quote, We are aghast at the manner in which the affidavits are being filed. The bench deserves better treatment from the government. We don't appreciate this. End quote. 
The High Court also said that the official Bihar government website was not updated on the number of deaths. The Chief Secretary's affidavit claimed that only eight deaths had occurred in Baksar since March 1st. However, the Divisional Commissioner's official statement said that 789 cremations took place at Chardam Ghat at Baksar between May 5th and May 14th. The High Court thus asked for details on how many deaths were because of COVID, as well as details on other causes of death according to age groups. Yesterday, hundreds of TMC workers gathered to protest the arrest of four party leaders, including two ministers, by the CBI. They waved party flags and shouted slogans near the main gate of the CBI office in Kolkata's Nizam Palace. According to the Indian Express, TMC workers tried to forcefully enter the palace campus, but were stopped by the security personnel. The workers then resorted to throwing bricks, stones and water bottles at the Jawans. There were also reports that the car of a media person had been attacked. The incident played out while Chief Minister Mamta Banerjee was in the CBI office for nearly six hours, with her four arrested party colleagues, namely Transport and Housing Minister Firhad Hakim, Panchayat Minister Subrata Mukherjee, MLA and former Minister Madan Mitra, and former Kolkata Mayor Shovan Chatterjee. Late last evening, the Calcutta High Court stayed the bail order granted to the ministers arrested in the Narada bribery case. Represented by Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, the CBI told the court that the Chief Minister, Law Minister, and other senior ministers were obstructing the CBI from carrying out its duties and the accused had to be produced virtually in the special CBI court because the protesters did not move. The court took note of the extraordinary situation and said that if an order was passed by the court under such circumstances, it would not have the faith and confidence of the people in the system of administration of justice. The High Court will take up the matter for hearing on Wednesday. Till then, the four senior leaders shall remain in judicial custody. A gym trainer was allegedly abducted and assaulted to death in Haryana's Nuh district on Sunday. A mob allegedly lynched Asif Khan, who was returning home from Sohna after buying medicines. According to the Times of India, Khan's family alleged that he was forced to say Jai Shri Ram. Asif Khan was accompanied by his cousins and the incident occurred when the three men were ambushed as they re-entered Mewat to go back to their village in Khalilpur. Speaking to the newspaper, Asif Khan's uncle, Maktoub Khan, said, and I quote, A group of youths intercepted their car and thrashed all three of them. Asif died while the other two sustained injuries. Reports claim that the three knew the accused and that there was old enmity between them. One of the cousins, Rashid, told Quint that the group first verbally abused them and then assaulted them one after the other. He said, and I quote, They then beat him up mercilessly till he was finally dumped, alive or dead, in Nangli village three kilometers from Sohna. That is where the body was found. End quote. A case was registered at the Rochka Mio police station under Indian Penal Code sections 302 pertaining to murder, 323 which refers to causing hurt, and 326 which refers to grievous injuries. The police denied claims of the incident being a hate crime and said it was the outcome of an old feud between the two groups. Israeli military continued to carry out airstrikes on Gaza on Tuesday. At least 212 Palestinians, including 61 children, have been killed in Gaza since the attacks began on May 10th. At least 1,500 Palestinians have been wounded. Ten Israelis, including two children, have died as well in rocket attacks by Palestinian militants. 
U.S. President Joe Biden expressed support for a ceasefire between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas in a phone call with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Al Jazeera reported that Israeli military had also shelled Lebanon after six rockets were launched towards Israel from southern Lebanon. On Tuesday, shops were shuttered across Gaza, the occupied West Bank, as well as villages and towns in Israel, as Palestinians observed a strike to protest Israel's bombardment of the enclave. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.